Today's episode of Formidable Opponents is brought to you by HelloFresh. Do you feel like you are stuck in a dinner rut? With HelloFresh, you get fresh, pre-measured ingredients with mouth-watering seasonal recipes delivered right to your door. Skip all those trips to the grocery store and count on HelloFresh to make home cooking easy, fun, and affordable. You can now enjoy cooking and get dinner on the table in 30 minutes or less. With over 25 recipes to choose from each week, there is something for everyone to enjoy. All recipes are designed and tested by professional chefs and nutritional experts to ensure deliciousness and simplicity. You know, our show is about arguing the best, and I'm having a difficult time narrowing down what is my favorite HelloFresh meal. I love so many of them, but I have to say the Gouda Vibes Burger with the tomato jam and the potato wedges is amazing. Couple that with your favorite beer, put on your favorite gamer movie, you're in for a fun night topped off by an easy and delicious dinner. Go to the link in our show notes to get $80 off, including free shipping on HelloFresh, the number one meal kit. And now on to our show. Hey everyone, welcome to episode 23 of Formidable Opponents, a show that pits three people who have known each other virtually their entire lives in a series of conversations as we argue what is the best in a variety of fun, engaging, and critical pop culture topics we all debate about. I'm Randall and with me always, Bob and Joseph, and today's topic is Best Easy Top Song. The reason we're selecting Best Easy Top Song is, of course, the 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 awful news that we've lost Dusty Hill. Uh, we lost a couple of, uh, of great musicians this week, Dusty Hill being one of them, and of course, Joey Jordison, the, the drummer from Slipknot. So we thought we'd, we'd go back into the old memory banks. We were huge fans of, of both bands, uh, Joseph more so with Slipknot, but we all grew up uh, listening to ZZ Top. ZZ Top has been an important and instrumental, no pun intended, band in our family's history. Uh, we all grew up together. We all had cousins, uncles, uh, fathers, you name it, that that listen to ZZ Top. So we grew up on ZZ Top. So we thought we would honor Dusty Hill's memory and the band as as we um, talk about today's topic. We wanted to start a series where every few episodes we would showcase and debate best songs from our favorite musical artists. We had the usual suspects in mind, the Beatles, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, etc. We didn't think we'd start this off with ZZ Top. But after absorbing their music this past week because of Dusty Hill's passing, we realized how criminally underrated they are as talents and as musicians. Also, and most importantly, we wanted to honor, as I mentioned before, the memory and talent of longtime bassist Dusty Hill, who we lost this past week. To preface our show, ZZ Top has not stopped touring. They are not finished as a group. They've resumed touring with their longtime guitar tech, Elwood Francis, who, by the way, due to the pandemic, has his own ZZ Top beard going on. It's hard to classify as ZZ Top. Were they a straight up rock band? They weren't a Southern uh, rock band. In their own proclamation, they are not a blues band. They are interpreters of the blues, always paying respect to blues musicians that came before them, such as B.B. King and ZZ Hill, the, the two musicians that helped inspire the band's name. The story goes that B.B. King and ZZ Hill's name was on a poster and they were going to initially name their band ZZ King, but didn't quite sound right. They saw that B.B. King's name was on top of Hill's on the poster. So they went with ZZ Top. This week, we're going to form a truce and examine why that little band from Texas, a band that seemingly had their apex in the 70s, only to go on a long needed hiatus and come back bigger, stronger and as different as ever in the 80s to become solidified as not only music video pioneers, this being MTV's uh, 40th uh, anniversary today, actually, 
but also become one of the handful of 70s rock acts to successfully implement modern technology, adapt, and once again, conquer the airwaves. This week, we honor ZZ Top. Bob and Joseph, how are you guys doing? Pretty good, man. How are you doing? Doing all right, man. Despite good, the news. Doing good, dude. Lost, good, yeah. Uh, lost you a know, good it, ones. Yeah, yeah. no, it's, it's kind of a, a crazy week in rock. And the crazy thing about it is usually these things happen in three. So it was kind of like, shit. Hopefully, uh, no other bad news comes about it in, yeah, in the rock industry or the music industry anytime soon. Yeah, yeah, it really sucked. I mean, like as you mentioned, uh, two huge bands uh, and two huge musicians that I that I followed, as it's well known. You know, huge metal fan. So, and I, I I mentioned a little, you know, something on our on our Instagram page about how you know hearing Sebnot for the first time, and it was so. Um, yeah, man, hearing that one happen, you know, one day and then the next hearing about Dusty Hill is just, it's just surreal, man. It's, it's been a crazy week, but we're here and we're going to do some cool stuff. We're going to talk about uh, some great memories and some great music. So it's all good. Let's do this. We're also going to celebrate what ZZ Top meant for us. And, and, and once again, I'm, I'm, I preface this in the in the intro. ZZ Top is not done. They're still touring. They're still going to be out there. Uh, as as Billy Gibbons mentioned, Dusty they Hill. Actually- Performed. They actually did their first show, I think, uh, the other yeah. day to in Alabama. Yeah, yeah. W- without um, them, and it's uh, yeah, I'm sure that was. But it, but it's rough. like you said, it's what I re- it, 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 what's been known. Um, uh, Gibbons said that this is what what Dusty wanted, and mm-hmm. and he even actually gave the nod to uh, to the guitar tech. I, what was his name again? I can't remember. I'm sorry, El- Elwood Francis. Yeah, they even gave gave the nod, like you know, put him out there and and, and get him. He, this is somebody that, that that Dusty like trusted and 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 felt really you know comfortable about and. He wanted this to keep going and he wanted it to be him. And that's what they're doing. And they have such a vast catalog that in Billy Gibbons and, and um, Frank Beard, um, are, they're still at the top of their game. Uh, they still they still perform like they were performing 30, 40 years ago. I had a friend who um, who worked at a, at a company and is a big company. And for their Christmas party, this was maybe three years ago. They hired ZZ Top. And I remember being so jealous saying, wow, you guys are going to get to listen to ZZ Top for free at, at this at this company party. You know, they delivered. Uh, they were they were excellent. They were very uh, kind, cordial. They rocked. They they didn't pull they didn't pull any punches just because it was a corporate party. I mean, these guys brought it. No matter if it was one person in the audience, which they famously stated when they started off, their first concert ever was in front of one person, and they played like they were playing in front of ten thousand people. And that's just the kind of band that they that they were and that they are. They continue to be. Jeez, so- what company was this? That's fucking awesome. <laughs> I want to work for them. To get ZZ Top to play at their company party. Jesus. <laughs> No free publicity. But. <laughs> That's fucking awesome. That is awesome. Imagine the imagine everybody show. I mean, if, unless it was well known, but imagine showing up not knowing it was. Oh, it's just a party. Oh, it's gonna be some live entertainment, some music, cool a DJ. No, no, we're gonna have an actual live band. Oh, that's cool, cool. Hopefully, and it's fucking ZZ Top. Me, just like what the fuck? Jesus, I'm never gonna leave this company. I'm never right? leaving. Never leaving. We're not fucking going. What is Leo saying? <laughs> Before before that year, I think they had Train performing at their Christmas party, so they had they had some pretty good talent coming in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. top, and you lost me Train. Fucking drops of Jupiter. I can't get drink tequila to drops of Jupiter. <laughs> so, Bobby Joseph, what has ZZ Top meant for you guys as music fans? Uh, used to love getting up and listening to these guys in the morning, and they would play at least like you know five to six songs of ZZ Top within the, like the four hours that they were on the air in the morning. You're talking uh, about Big Al and Charlie. Ah, okay, you said it, yes, sir. The Big Al and Charlie, I did. <laughs> the Big Al and Charlie uh, morning show. 
uh, here on our local radio station. I loved that they were always described as that. Li- I mean, and it is, it's true. That little old band from Texas. As a Texan, as we we are, um, we are very proud of uh, our our performers, our our athletes, our for the most part, uh, anybody that's kind of you know you get some recognition from this great state that we live in that we love to live in. Everybody, uh, it, but everybody, but our elected officials. It, it has. Yes, I was about to say it has our it has its flaws, but our musicians and our actors are usually uh, you know we got Makanaha, so we're Makanaha. So we we're very proud of um, the fact that you know this band being from Texas it was also and in from cities that you know hey we've passed all the time on our road trips we love it. I always liked ZZ Top because I they're and it's like you mentioned earlier. I mean, I know they're, they're they don't claim to be blues music, musicians or this Texas blues that you know I, I like to think that they are, uh, and that's cool. But that's how how we remember them. Uh, a lot of the great uh, blues musicians of the past, and 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 you see a lot of it influenced in the in new Texas blues like. Uh, what's his name, Bob? Gary, Clark, got, Jr. Gary Clark Jr. Oh, thank he's you. Amazing. Sure. He's amazing. Yeah, he's amazing, <laughs> uh, dude. Thank you. Um, it's it's great to see that, and 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 so for me, I've always loved this particular sound of of this blues, and and I've always I know it's really not called Texas blues, but I have always liked it because it just seemed a little bit uh, you know grimy and and groovy, and and I, and that's it's it's what I like in my music, and and yes, I'm a you know hey I'm a metal fan, but you know there's there's music there's bands that I like, and there's metal bands that I like to take their cues from from blues musicians of the past, and and from like an individual and, and a band like ZZ Top and the guitar playing of like Billy Gibbons and the bass playing, you know you got to have that that sound, and and it's influential in their music to this day. Uh, so for me, a pride, of, uh, I guess Texas pride. Um, as always, it was always a really nice thing, and I always loved it that they were this. Uh, like I said, this, this band from Texas. We're very proud of our of our musicians and, and our actors and our athletes. So that's adding that's on, always adding, been prevalent. Yeah, I'm with you, man, on that. Uh, adding on to it, I, I think I said it in in our uh, best '70s rock song that Lagrange is was you know one of those songs that could have been that was on my list for honorable mentions. But yeah, ZZ Top is is. Probably the most underrated rock band of all time. They're just they're that influential sound like we talked about that that blues and and rock blend with a little groove, sometimes a little pop, sometimes uh, was a little more more gritty and had a little more distortion to it. Sometimes it was just real smooth and, and fucking sexy and groovy and just amazing. And you know they were influenced, like you said, BB King, and they took that BB King influence and that Jimi Hendrix influence and kind of mm-hmm. turned it into their own little Texas blues and rock and. and and that sound man it's just uh, fucking amazing dude and, and it's just a three-man band which i thought was is just extremely uh rare to see three guys making that sound i mean something out of this world i was telling you all on, on the just before we got on this pod i started a podcast that my dad got to see them at the texas jam i want to say it's like 75 76 around somewhere around there and uh, at the concert that they started up at night and when they started and started playing, like everybody was, you know, it was one of their first, you know, started playing their their first big hits or singles, and everybody's like, "Holy shit, it's just three guys!" Like, I know there's three guys on the album cover, and I know that it's it's, it's Billy, it's Dusty, and Frank. You know, those are the guys that are in the band. But you expect when the band starts that there's you know filler 
guitarists or, or, or bassists or, or drummers or musicians or, you know, backup singers. No, just three guys, man. And they're just jamming it and, and, you know, really uh, blew the fucking doors off that place. And they were just so amazing. And for them to create that sound, like we we're talking about that, that bluesy rock, that, that different kind of groove, man, it just, it blows my mind with their, the way they sing. I mean, Billy Gibbons, fuck man he's right. gotta be oh yeah he, he, he's if, if we're talking to 70s rock and roll he's he's right up there in my top three lead singers you know uh, or, or a front man i don't give a shit what anybody has to say about that no there's what about this and that billy gibbons that voice that tone you know he, he, it's really hard to beat it's really hard to match not to mention that he can play the guitar he's one of the best mm-hmm. blues and rock and roll guitarists of all time if we're talking top five top ten he is up there He's definitely up there. And uh, not to mention, the, you know, the Dusty Hill playing that cool bass groove and, and the way they dress and their look and their beards and their sunglasses and the way they, they all move together. It's just their gimmick, their unique style, their unique sound. It just all stands out. And it, it made it. It was just somehow so perfect. These three dudes from Texas, man, made such a huge impact on, on rock and roll music. It's funny that you mentioned Jimi Hendrix, Bob, because there's a story when ZZ Top had started off. They started off really young. Uh, uh, Billy, oh, yeah, yeah. Billy Gibbons was was in another band and uh, uh, Dusty Hill and, and Frank Beard were in one band together. Uh, they disbanded and Billy Gibbons' band, I think two of the guys got drafted in the Vietnam uh, to the Vietnam War, the Vietnam draft. And one guy left the band because he wanted to go and play um music for, I think, Mork and Mindy, uh, the Robin Williams sitcom. And so Billy Gibbons uh, met with Dusty Hill and he said, look, I was in this band with this young drummer and they just got together. And I remember, I think the first song they played together was Shuffle and See. And they were going to play for five minutes. They ended up jamming like for three hours and saying like, this is magic. And going back to Jimi Hendrix, uh, one of their first gigs was they opened up for Hendrix and they only had a handful of songs that they knew. They did a lot of covers. And so they were like, shit, we're out of songs. So they ended up playing, I think, Purple Haze. And when they got off stage, Jimi Hendrix looked at him and said, you guys got a lot of balls. I like you guys. You're playing Purple (laughs) Haze before I'm going on. You know, so, I mean, just a great band. Yeah, the Jimi Hendrix even called Billy Gibbons like one of the the best guitarists of all time. And that's, I mean, he got to see them in in his youth. He got to see them at their, you know, as they were younger. Obviously, they were younger than than Jimi at the time. But uh, he called him one of the greatest guitarist of all time that's that's pretty big praise coming from Jimi hendrix i believe that too actually if you go and like go the, the great thing about zz top and billy gibbons at least i know we're we're, we're honoring dusty hill and, and zz top and it all, but obviously gibbons is a is a vocalist and a guitar player there's an awesome video uh if you've never seen it go on youtube look for uh less that's Paul and, and Billy Gibbons. It's this great like 16 minute video and they're on stage and they're talking guitars and playing different, you know, riffs and things like it's fucking awesome. And it's just, it was just really cool. I remember we checked it out once, Bob. Uh, it was yeah. really, it was yeah. really cool to see that and see like, look, you guys need to understand like this guy's awesome. Like whether you, you may not know him and yeah. Okay. He, they, he's got the beard and, and the silly thing. And is, is it silly? I guess if you want to say so for us, yeah, it's just fucking, it's just 70s, Billy it Gibbons, man. Look. Yeah, it, you know? was a, it, was, it was a look. Everybody had to look uh, unique. That Everybody just had speaks, a look. You had to have a look. It speaks volumes to, uh, you know, the the, the respect that, that this guy, um, you know, commands and and the band itself, you know, that tone, the sound that they that they can produce. 
Def- we're definitely going to talk about the beards. There's no doubt. And there's some more stories about beards that I know we'll get to soon. I want to ask both of you, we are most familiar, speaking of beards, we are most familiar with ZZ Top in the 80s, most notably with their Eliminator album, where they introduced a combination of new wave, dance, synth pop. They were influenced heavily by Depeche Mode of all bands. Uh, Billy Gibbons has has mentioned that. And they ventured away from the blues rock. Which which iteration of ZZ Top do you guys prefer? prefer? Did you like the 70s blues or did you like more of the, the new wave 80s zz top rock no i'm I'm definitely more on the tres hombres you know what i mean Mm -hmm. and like 70s blues rock that's exactly what i'm into their 80s stuff was kind of cool you mentioned you always mentioned cocaine you know probably had a big role in the in in their sound we'll get to that too yes uh but but I, i i there's nothing that can beat their 70s their 70s hits and their 70s albums and that their very blues influence for me, I'd say, yeah, this was the same thing. And I don't hate the 80s. You know, I'm not one of these dudes that is going to come out and say like, oh, the 80s, ZZ Top suck. No, they're cool. They're good songs. They're catchy songs. You hear the influence, yes, like you mentioned of the bands and the new instruments and things like that. But for the most part, the guitar's there. Like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. knock a song like uh, Give Me All Your Love. You know, like, Give Me All Your Love. That's that that song kicks in with some some kick ass you know drum beats and then the mm-hmm. guitar can, i mean it's still a good song and you know and if you've seen the video and things like that and you saw at the time when they were performing it live yeah the spinning guitars yeah you know it was <laughs> yeah it was uh it, they were taking advantage and, and i guess and hey it worked you know it got them out to the masses and and you know that the the, the beginning of of mtv you know hey these guys want to be heard too. And if they had to do something a little bit different to do it, then so be it. The music was still good, but yeah, I'm, I'm with Bob on that, that thinking that I prefer the, 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 the groovier bluesy uh, ZZ top. And that's just me. Um, but I, I'm not, like I said, I don't hate the eighties. The I love those songs. Those are great songs, man. They're awesome. Yeah. I'm not going to not listen to them when I'm coming out in the car. I'm going to turn that shit up too. I want to ask you guys this before we get to our honorable mentions. I got a couple of questions here, but I think I'm going to move a couple of them to the end because I think they would be great closers to ask both of you. But what has ZZ Top meant to Texas? You expanded on this a little bit, uh, both of you actually, uh, more specifically to Texas rock. Did they do for Texas rock blues? What the Ramones did for New York punk, what Leonard Skinner did for Southern rock. Do, do ZZ Top, do they not get enough credit for what they did for Texas rock, Texas blues? I, I really don't think they get enough credit. I think they kind of gave us that sound. I mean, Austin's considered what the, the music uh, mm-hmm. capital of the world or something like live music capital of the world. Uh, they had a huge influence on our sound. It, you know, we it's Texas. We're in the South. You know, we're very country influenced. You know, further South Texas, we're very Tejano influenced. I think they had that cool, they gave us that Texas, like Joseph said, that Texas blues. And it's very influenced by a lot of different sounds. Not quite country. It's not quite blues. It's not quite rock and roll. It's just that that perfect blend of everything all together. So I think they do. They they I don't I wouldn't say they put us in the map. You know, we also did have Stevie Ray Vaughan, who's from Texas, mm-hmm. who but he also had a very similar guitar play and guitar sound. It's not technically I wouldn't call it Southern rock. Like we talked about uh, Leonard Skinner. It's something different, man. It's very blues, very blues influenced. And, and it, it's just a fucking amazing sound. I'd have to kind of agree and disagree with that because I, I know we've been, uh, when we we're uh, in our twenties and we were going to, to South by Southwest and, and you know, this whole, when it was South by Southwest, uh, you know, and it was a big music thing. We would see a lot of uh, musicians on the side of the road playing like some blues stuff and things like that. We'd go see bands actually playing and you can, and I, I, I would hear the influence from our, you know, 
our uh, Texas uh, representatives and Texas legends that are, that ZZ Top are. I think that, like Bob mentioned, Austin being the music capital of the world, I think it was just going to depend on what jo- what generation we're living in. We've been to Austin since, and uh, we don't see the same music being played at the you know at a local bar here and there when we're passing by. Uh, pre-pandemic, of course, I know it's getting back to what it was or we're trying to get back to, you know, being open for 100% things like that. But I got to agree and disagree. Cause yeah, like it's going to depend on, on where we're hearing them. You know, for me, I I think they do. I think they are recognized and, and I think it's they're recognized by people that uh, you want them to be recognized and and people that, that call them like, Oh, they're big influences. You're not going to hear maybe too many big, big names say, Oh yeah, I was influenced by ZZ Top, but I don't give a shit. You know Uh, that to me, you know, (laughs) yeah, I I don't like, I don't care if like the greatest fucking hippest, uh new rock band on the planet you know says that like oh yeah it's easy top no, i don't give a shit if you do, you you knew it's easy top or not for us it's, i guess and i'm gonna go back to that pride thing it's cool for it's cool for us i love it and i love having it if it's our own little best kept secret so be it i'm proud of it you know yeah, we know that bands like cream and led zeppelin were highly influenced by the blues but texas at the time was very exotic for rock and roll uh more exotic than the uk uh, Janice Joplin was from Texas, but everybody thought she was from fucking San Francisco because yeah. of the, the hippie movement. Uh, because if you said Texas, you are immediately placed in this box of honky tonk and country music. Exactly. And ZZ Top, they didn't shy away from that. I mean, they wore their, they dressed like our Mexican fathers dressed during weddings. I mean, they wore their cowboy hats. <laughs> they wore the, you know, the suits and they didn't shy away from that. They were proud representatives of the state, but they also brought something new and different. And that's why I think they they just kicked ass and their choreography was easy. So I enjoyed that too. Fuck yeah. They, you know what's funny? They dance probably better than any other 80s rock star in the music videos. <laughs> they kept it simple like Hitch, right? <laughs> let's go. Let's move on to some of our honorable mentions. What what honorable mentions did you have for your favorite ZZ Top song? Jesus Left Chicago is probably got wow, one of the best openings one. out of yes. out of all. There's very blues influenced. <laughs> I, I just got paid. I really, really like that one. Just got paid today. I love that fucking song. Waiting for the bus. Obviously, it's it's one that everybody that everybody knows. Cheap sunglasses. Another great, great, great song. I I, I don't want to say too many because I'm just gonna continuously go on and on and on. I thank you though is probably one of their most underrated uh, yes. songs. I, I really one. do love that song. If you've never heard it, I'm sure you have. But if you haven't, great, great song. What do y'all guys got? Joseph? Yeah, I'd have to agree, dude. Uh, uh, I I wrote down uh, Just Got Paid as well, Waiting for the Bus. Obviously, LaGrange is a huge hit. We know that one. Oh, yeah. uh, everybody should know that one. And you can't mention a list of ZZ Top songs without that one, whether or not we picked it or not. Uh, El Diablo is another uh, great one. I love Cheap Sunglasses, of course. I preferred the 70s. Uh, version of ZZ Top, but give me all your love, and it's just a good fucking song. Oh, I mean, it really is. Song, yeah. <laughs> it's such a good song. Uh, it's used. I mean, you. See, it's it's so good that you. And I'm happy to see it in in a lot of movies, uh, scenes in particular uh, in Santa Claus, Santa Claus. When, <laughs> when Tim Allen's getting ready to go out on his first one, and they do that little stop in the in the hallway and do like a little uh, dance while it's playing. And of course, uh, Beverly Hills Ninja when. When uh, uh, Chris Farley's character is uh, try, he's he's at a strip club and he doesn't I guess he doesn't realize he's there and then he he gets on stage and that song's playing in the background. It's just a funny scene. Let, but let, uh, me, let me let me ask you a question because you brought up Lagrange. Have you ever not heard it? On, have you ever heard it on the radio and not turned the volume on full blast? Oh, no, you have, you, you, you have to. You have to. As soon as it comes on, it's like Texas. You, yeah, yeah. You fucking put a full blast, windows down, and you're everybody. Fucking, shut you, up. You, We're gonna listen you, to this song. You, you start speeding a little bit, man. That song is fucking awesome. <laughs> 
I had uh, Give Me All Your Lovin'. Put them on the map for the MTV generation. I uh, yeah. love Give Me All Your Lovin'. Uh, of course, LaGrange too. Rough Boy was a song I, I really, it was a slower song, a lot of synth to it. Uh, I think it was off of, uh, I think it was the album after Eliminator, uh, but great song. Yeah, was, I love that. It was Afterburner. One. Afterburner, that's yeah, it. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Legs was great. Classic, I Thank You. And uh, Stages off their Afterburner album as well. Uh, was a good song too. I, I like cheap sunglasses because that's the song I most related to because I always lost my sunglasses. <laughs> Pearl necklace is one I don't relate to because I'm assuming we're, that song's we're, about. We're. <laughs> I'm assuming that song's about jewelry. I don't know, uh, but <laughs> jewelry. <laughs> we'll get into that. But we're gonna go ahead and, and discuss our favorite songs. I'll go first um, and talk about my favorite ZZ Top song, and I'm going with a song that I can't not get enough of. I will listen to this song. I will play it loud. Sharp dressed man off of their um, Eliminator album. Every girl's uh, crazy about a sharp-dressed man. I, it's a staple for entrance music for 80s wrestlers who thought they were handsome, <laughs> but they look like Ted Cruz <laughs> with long hair. So I remember there was this guy named Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin who came in. Gorgeous Jimmy Garvin was this guy with, he wasn't gorgeous, first of all, and but he thought he was really good looking. He would strut to this song. There was a tag team and two two young, good-looking guys named the Fantastics. I have a funny story about, about the Fantastics. They would use sharp-dressed men, and one of the members of the Fantastic to- Fantastics, Tommy Rogers, has a story where they were in a bar in Austin, and it was him and uh, his partner, Bobby Fulton. And in that bar, Billy Gibbons and... Uh, Dusty Hill were there and they called them over and they were like, fuck, they're going to tell us like to quit using their song or we're going to sue them. And so, you know, they called them over and they asked them, hey, you're the guys they were wrestling for a Texas promotion. That's why it was uh, it was very regional and, and it was very easy to run into them. And they asked them, were you the guys that use our, our song Sharp Dressed Man for your entrance music? They're like, oh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. We, we do. It's like, <laughs> keep it up. You guys are fucking awesome. We love it. And they're like, damn, these guys were cool. We had a beer with them and everything. That's how cool ZZ Top was. They did not mind that the Fantastics used their song as their wrestling entrance music. Uh, it was a song off Eliminator, which was considered their Risky album. Risky album that sold 15 million copies, by the way. <laughs> of course, the video helped. All of their big 80s videos had a theme. Gimme All Your Lovin' was about a guy that worked at a garage that was down on his luck. Legs was about a girl being mistreated at work. And Sharp Dressed Man was about a, a limo driver who was also down on his luck. They all had a theme, which I loved. They were The theme was helping out young people who had shitty lives while ZZ Top were in the background. They were wandering spirits with, you know, call girls and hot rods and, you know, funny <laughs> waves. Uh, these lyrics could have been in a rap album. Uh, you look at the lyrics to Sharp Dressed Man, and I mean, they're they're just so... I mean, boisterous in a good way, so braggadocious in a good way. They knew how to write lyrics. According to Billy Gibbons, he got the idea for the song when he saw a movie and a character was listed as Sharp-Eyed Man, and he started writing, okay, Sharp-Dressed Man. One of ZZ Top's first songs to use synthesizers, but they mixed it in with distinctive guitar sound to keep it ZZ Top, so it sounded heavy. He was shredding. It didn't come off sounding like the Fine Young Cannibals or any any, uh, synth band at the time. It was a successful marriage between techno beat and bar band blues. That's why you just love it so much and you can play it anywhere. A great guitar solo after the second chorus. It's layered, it's irreverent, it kicks ass, it keeps it ZZ Top. And I think that's one thing that's important when you talk about 80s ZZ Top is that people thought, okay, they're bringing in synthesizers, they're bringing in different producers, they're doing different things in the studio, but they kept it ZZ Top all the way. The the, the dirty guitar riffs, the, the awesome bass line, the drumming, uh, the lyrics, they never strayed away from what they were. They were different. They sound 
sounded different, but I think Sharp Dressed Man is their best song because it, it just it just kept it honest and it kept them. It opened their eyes. It opened everybody's eyes to ZZ Top nationwide. Oh, yeah, man. Uh, uh, Sharp Dressed Man. It's it's I think we talked about a song last week. It's just like, you know, you you get out of the shower, getting dressed to go on a date or you're going out for the night. Fucking Sharp Dressed Man. That's the song you want to play. It's it's just cooler than being cool. Like you said, uh, it, it could easily have been a hip hop or, or, or rap song. The lyrics are, are amazing. They're fucking cool. And a guy like Billy Gibbons is, and Dusty Hill, these cool and cool cats, man, with their beards. And like I said, their their suits and their sunglasses. And you said they were like nice and, and crazy, just cool people on this song. I think it, it's it's like a it's, it's a better song. And, and again, it's not that 70s blues rock from uh, that that they first produced. It, it was a little different and was a little more 80s, but you were you definitely hit the nail on the head when he said they sounded exactly like ZZ Top. If ZZ Top was playing in the 80s, this is what ZZ Top would sound like, and they did. And I think they nailed it with this song. It, it's extremely catchy. You got a great hook, got a great set of lyrics, man. And then that that opening the opening guitar riff is is fucking awesome, extremely memorable and catchy. It's not my, I wouldn't say it's not my cup of tea. It's it's not my choice of being their, the best song because I think their best stuff came uh, right at their initial, you know, in, in the 70s, you know, very bluesy and a bluesy rock influence. But this song is awesome. It's it's still one of my favorites. I still crank it up. I'll still jam to it. ZZ Top, they're just, they're amazing. This is one of the, this is one of their best hits for sure. You, you got to strut to it too, Bob. You got to strut yeah. to it. Right? <laughs> yeah, you got to <laughs> fix the beard. You got to fix the beard and look good. Yeah, I agree. Like this is a this is a song that like yeah, it, like Bob mentioned, you got to play it. If we were uh, probably in our in our younger days, we would have uh, played it. You know, if you're gonna play this before you get get married, uh, you and your groomsmen, hey, let's go, let's get dressed, let's go, we're gonna get ready to go, things like that. I prefer um, "Give Me All Your Loving" as opposed mm-hmm. to this one. That's a close. Uh, yeah, it's real close. Um, but like you mentioned, everything was was still it was a, a new time for them. It was a new things available to them as far as, you know, the music videos, uh, you know, this new when you're going to go into a different uh, era of, of music. And, and if you look at their their catalog of, of CDs, I mean, they were putting out like, I mean, the first ZZ Top's first album out in 71, Real Grandy Mud, 72, Tres Hombres, 73, Fandang. I mean, they were coming out with albums after album in mm-hmm. the 70s. So they, they were and, and we've we've all talked about in in length in a previous pod you know about how great 70s rock was so it was a great little situation and and what what we i don't think we touched on with that is how a lot of those great 70s rock bands and songs that we that we loved how they how they you know went into the 80s when the 80s Good point. uh uh you know rock the synth thing like you mentioned all that stuff was coming out this new type of music maybe new instruments available we don't hear a lot of stories about how some of these great you know bands and and, and songs that we like from the 70s carried over into the 80s or whether these bands found any success this was ZZ Top's way to do that and this was a great great for them it worked it, it's a great Agreed, song 100%. it was a great it was it was what they did to keep evolve. going evolve and for it to work i'm not and i'm not i will not say that it that it didn't work you know and i'm not saying that i, I did i didn't like it we like we've all mentioned just preferred you know the, the specific type of bluesy zz top but this was a great song and i got nothing negative to say about it and i i we're going to come to these situations where we're doing a topic like this and it's like it's so near and dear to us where it's going to be hard to argue any real negativity to to these albums or to these picks or to these songs and and, and this is that that uh topic for for me and for us great fucking song i love it i will turn it up like you said all the time i will i don't 
really play music while I'm getting out of the shower, but maybe, you know what, I'm tomorrow morning when I'm getting ready for work, I'm going to tell, you know, Alexa to play, uh, give me all your loving. Hopefully she doesn't kick in. Is right Alexa now. your maid? <laughs> give me all your loving is probably, I think ZZ Top is the only band alive that could pull off a lyric. Give me all your hugs and kisses too, and make it sound <laughs> fucking awesome. Yeah. You know? I, I mean, I, go, go ahead, ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, you know, Joseph, you brought up a good point is that a lot of bands coming out of the 70s, the rock bands, they struggled going into the 80s because everything was so synth. The one you band- saw it with uh, what, what's his, that, that pick that you for the the worst, uh, what was it, the worst video? Uh, Billy, uh, Billy Squire. Billy Squire. The, Billy Squire. Squire. You know, that was yeah. a great example, actually. Yeah, you know what? Yeah. Great Billy right Squire. Uh, Sticks is another one, because once they came out with Mr. Roboto, I was like, fuck these guys. They they lost it. You know, they lost me. <laughs> the Mr. more Roboto, Mr. Roboto. What's wrong with that? <laughs> You were going to say something, Bob? Uh, I was going to say, it's very, like you, you mentioned with the synthesizer, it's very, I want to say, a commercial and pop type of rock and roll that came around in the 80s. And I think you know, that ZZ Top really told that line pretty well. Still not as much bluesy, but they still had that that ZZ Top guitar and sound with just a little more pop in their groove and then that's all it was that's why this song is is a really great song one of the one of their biggest hits uh it just like i said i'm more i've always been more influenced it really into in blues and rock and roll and i think the 70s kind of kind of hits me more uh is kind of more my cup of tea yeah man there's no wrong there's no wrong you know to to anything saying here it's just gonna come down to your taste i agree with that joseph uh what was your pick so uh, I went with uh, I'm Bad, I'm Nationwide, uh, released off of uh, their De Guello album, depending on how you want to say it, De Gulo, De Guello. Latinos, right? We're Latinos, so we got to say De Guello. De Guello. De album. So released in 79, this song for me it's just like i'm just gonna tell you how i feel about when i hear this song uh just a quick fact it was inspired by texas blues musician named uh joy long who is a friend of the band uh this song is awesome it is the perfect example of of what i what i've said already the sound of zz top that i like uh it's groovy it's grimy it's simple yet it's so fucking powerful the lyrics are chill i love it the song i mean when it comes on it's it's my crew song if it comes on on my playlist if it comes on on the radio or something like that i gotta turn this thing up i gotta turn it up loud the lyrics are, are real cool real chill like i already mentioned i love hearing the song and the guitars it's nothing it's nothing too too fancy and 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 that's saying something because i you know how we've already mentioned how billy gibbons is in our opinion one of the greatest guitar players there one of the greatest blues it's there's nothing from that i deem extremely fancy about the the tone and the licks that he's laying down but it's smooth and and this one i i want to mention that when i listen to it and i listen to it at length you know over and over getting ready to to do this you hear dusty playing his you know the bass in this and that's what i always loved about zz top especially in the early 70s you hear the instruments like bob said you know everybody uh, and it's just mentioned everybody kind of freaks out it's like oh is this really just three people yes it was that's how good they fucking are you hear dusty laying down his his groove and the bass and and the drums are awesome and just it's so fucking cool i really love this song it's one of my favorite fucking songs favorite fucking song sorry (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry i had to say that and it's it's just great man uh isn't smoking lucky stride i mean it's just so fucking cool that's all i gotta say about that i'm sorry man i so good that's all i have to say (laughs) that's all i got to say (laughs) 
Uh, great road song, great intro, a uh, masterful guitar and a blues backbeat, another blues beat meets rap lyrics meets rock guitar. The trailing bass at the end uh, of the playout was awesome. Uh, shout outs to Dusty Hill for that. You talked about well, who was in, who inspired it, Joseph, so I won't get into that. But this was one of their biggest songs from their sixth studio album, The Guayo. Uh, they were coming off of a three-year hiatus. A lot of people didn't know this, but ZZ Top was off the off the map for three years. They had a greatest hits album to sort of uh, uh, ha- as a placement. So they weren't so missed, but they were out for three years. B- Billy Gibbons was in England soaking in the punk rock scene. Frank Beard was battling a heroin addiction that pretty much cost him his livelihood. Luckily, he bounced back. Uh, Dusty Hill took a job at an airport using his real name, ironically enough, Joseph, and was a regular guy for nearly three years. So much so that he hung out with his co-workers at bars. They would go and listen to music and nobody knew who the hell he was. And that's when the long beard started coming in. When they came back, uh, Dusty and, and Billy had long beards. Frank didn't have such a long beard. And Frank Beard, uh, Frank Beard, yeah, Frank Beard had said, uh, he had mentioned a story how he couldn't go out with those guys anymore because they were noticed everywhere because of the beards, the trademark beards. Isn't it ironic that the one guy with the name Beard didn't actually have one? <laughs> but great selection. <laughs> <My choice. laughs> uh, Bob, what do you think of this song? Oh, I, I, I love it, man. I love it. That, that the Guayo album is, is fantastic. It has cheap sunglasses and it has, I thank you, like I mentioned, fantastic uh, album. Yeah, really great the, album. The, like you mentioned, the opening riff is, is just so fucking... Joseph mentioned the word smooth, and I want to I want to like uh, add to that. Billy Gibbons just has this way of making playing the guitar seem so mm-hmm. effortless and so smooth. And so you're playing the blues and you're playing this this rock song and it's just, it seems like... He's just, I don't even know how to explain that. He just seems so effortless and so smooth and so simple. Yeah, it's creating such this amazing sound and these amazing riffs and these amazing uh, uh, solos. Uh, this song itself is one of my favorite ones. Like I said, it, it could be another one, another one that could be a rock song, uh, a rap song. It's got tremendous lyrics. You want to play it full blast uh, when you're driving or shit after you get dressed, sharp dressed man, and you're looking good and you're walking out the door with your keys in your hand. This is the next fucking song you throw on. Uh, it's 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 got a badass groove, and I, I love this song. I love this band. I love this album specifically. It's a great album, very underrated. Uh, I, I if you're talking about the best song from the album, my personal choice probably would have been uh, "I Thank You," another slow down song that has a cool little riff. Cheap sunglasses was amazing as well, but this is a really good choice, Joe. Uh, you you can't argue against a song that's kind of like makes you feel like a badass, makes you feel as cool as Dusty Hill and Billy Gibbons and Frank Beard minus the beard. It's a, it's a really great song. A lot of, go, uh, I think we've sort of placed ZZ Top as one of the best about to get ready to go out bands or just getting, like, I could smell the curved cologne on, on both of you guys. Yeah. CK1. Uh, you, it's just, it's they're a band that that was fucking cool, man. You can't say, yeah. you, you can say that all about, like, we're talking about music. I'm talking about the individuals, the characters, their, their band. These motherfuckers go out. These are some cool fucking cats. You know what I mean? Any bar, any club, any music awards, any concert. These are the coolest motherfuckers there. Everybody wants to be with them. Like I said, uh, they want to hang out with them. They want you want to have a drink with these guys. You yes. want to hear stories from these guys. Want to stay up all night just to be around these guys because. 
they probably well they did they lived they lived in, in crazy amazing lives and they got some cool stories and all the women and all the cool people and everybody wants to be with these people I, and I think they're just they 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 have that they, they give off that just badass vibe they that, emanate it yes cool, cool, it, cool. It, and it speaks to to like what you you said right there about this band and these lyrics I mean they're simple but it's just so fucking it's just a description of what you know just a cool like hang for them like you know I'm rolling down the road in some cold blue steel I had a blues man in the back and a beautician at the wheel i mean it's just so fucking chill and it's simple it really is and i know y'all both have said it like oh yeah okay i guess somebody can rap them but you know hey they're they, they got the the lyrics to rhyme and it's cool but they just flowed with the track so well like it was just it's fucking cool man this i love this is probably my favorite it is my favorite it's the best that's why i'm calling it that's why i'm calling it the best i mean this is my favorite fucking zz top song i love it man this is this is the this is the prime example of of what my favorite ZZ Top sound is. Bob, before we get to your pick, can I share a quick uh, ZZ Top story? Um, During uh, Frank, uh, I'm sorry, not Frank, Billy Gibbons talked about when they were starting off, uh, they they were invited to a blues festival and they were the only white band at this blues festival. And the person that booked them didn't know that they were white because they heard LaGrange and they heard these songs. They're like, (laughs) who are you guys? And they were their cowboy hats. And, you know, they're like, oh, crap. So they placed them at the last stage and they were worried because in this festival, some pretty big acts have gotten booed. And, you know, he named some of the acts and said, you know, this guy got booed and this guy got booed. How are we going to how are we going to maintain this is a primarily black audience where I think they were in New Orleans. And so the the owner or the guy that was running the festival put him on the last stage, uh, the smallest stage during the last uh, hour. He was like, well, pe- most people would leave. Come to find out that everybody was still there parting their asses off and ZZ Top was up next to play. And they started playing and everybody was quiet, didn't know what to think. And one of the most uh, renowned blues players that was on this uh, festival got up and started like, you know, waving his handkerchief. And he was like, yeah, go on, guys. And you guys and then everybody just that was a cue for everybody to say, you know what? Yes, this is fucking good. And we are enjoying this. And everybody had a blast and they want over an audience of of blues experts, blues fans. And here are these three white guys from Texas just, you know, helping out to to deliver this blues rock message to to a totally different audience. And then they connect. And that's what music's all about. So that's I pretty see- awesome. And like I said, they they have they their their type of groove and, and, and their type of blues and rock and roll is just it, it's a little different. But it's it's so fucking good. I think it has a lot, especially like New Orleans. And they they're really blues influenced there. Like, I think they I think they can get with that. You know what I mean? I think they could they could see where these guys are coming from, the type of music, how it was heavily influenced on like someone like B.B. King, who 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 is a god to to the people that are in the blues uh, folk of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. So. I, I I could see that easily them going up on a stage and jamming out and people being like, fuck, yeah, we got to go listen to these guys. These guys are good regardless, right? Bob, let's get to your selection. Who you got? I went in a different direction. You know, I, I stuck with the 70s. Like I said, my my favorite, favorite type of ZZ Top music has always been, has always been and will always be their bluesy rock and roll. I went with 1975's Blue Jean Blues. Blue Jean Blues is 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 very different from your choices and the fact that the other ones want to make you get up. They want to make you, you know, get get up, look good, feel good, dress up, get in your car. They want to make you speed a little faster, drive with the windows down because you feel cool as hell. Blue Jean Blues has that slow down, deep blues influence. It makes you want to sip some whiskey, have a cigarette yes. and you fucking enjoy life or think about life for a second. 
it it's so slowed down and so it's it, it, it's one of those songs that man you hear it and you're like this is so fucking good this is the type of music i want to sit outside all night if i was sitting at a bar a, a blues bar a, a dark bar drinking whiskey this is the type of song i want to hear this is the type of groove i want to be into it it's such a a really, really impactful song. And it wasn't one of their biggest hits. Like it didn't sell, you know, millions and millions of copies for their single. It didn't hit the charts. But when I hear this song, this is ZZ Top. This slow down bluesy rock that with simple lyrics and this cool as fucking hell bass line and, and, and guitar solo. And it seems so simple, but man, it's fucking awesome. You hear it and you want to hear it again. And it's just something that makes you like lean back in your chair and just kind of like, that's awesome. These guys were awesome. They made some great music. It's been my favorite song. I never even knew, but you know, I, I my dad was a huge mm-hmm. Easy Top fan growing up. My dad and my uncle George, that we've talked about extensively. And I heard all the sharp dressed mans. I heard all the cheap sunglasses. I heard the Grange and Jesus left Chicago. But one of the days, uh, we were on a cruise and it came out on the radio or and uh, my dad was like, oh, crap, you got to listen to the song. This is my favorite ZZ Top song. And it started playing and I'm like, what song is this? I've never heard this song before. And he's like, this is Blue Jean Blues. You got to know Blue Jean Blues. You got to listen to Blue Jean Blues. And from the moment I heard it to the moment it finished, you know, I went home and downloaded it like we used to do back in the day. Uh, Napster or whatever the hell, LimeWire. And, you know, burned it to a CD and I listened to it constantly, constantly, constantly. When I first got my iPhone, it was one of the first songs that I downloaded, I paid for to have with me because that song is, is it's huge. It's It's got this certain vibe that you just can't get from. Speaking of which, I know we talked about 70s rock a few weeks ago and we mentioned uh, Led Zeppelin. They have a song, uh, Since I've Been Loving You. And it has this similar kind of vibe, really bluesy and slowed down and just cool as fuck. So it's my favorite song. It's really, really, it really displays how well these guys fit that or did that Texas blues style. Uh, Great song. And I I knew when when you said Blue Jean Blues, I remembered immediately that when I was able to uh, burn CDs, I I think I was one of the first ones. I, I had Napster. Until Lars from Metallica fucked that up for me. Sorry, Joseph. Both, both, both of you, both of you, all some people some money. <laughs> <laughs> so I remember I, I used to work out with your dad, Bob, and I remember he said, "Hey, you know, you burn CDs." He's like, "Burn me a CD of, of all my favorite." And the first song he wanted on there was Blue Jean Blues. He's yeah. like, "Put Blue Jean Blues on there," and that's my. Fa- I had never heard that song before. And when I when I played it, luckily it was the right song. Uh, it was uh, it was amazing. I know blues is in the titles, but it's definitely a true blue song you know they it's 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 got the blues i know zz top says you know they're a band that plays the blues but they don't sing the blues but this is a blue song uh, yeah, by sure. by by every every stretch of the imagination this song uh, go hand in hand with a drink i know bob you said uh, a whiskey and and uh, and maybe a cigarette i wrote a hookah and a margarita no salt no salt uh, <laughs> but said, no salt no salt it's still large salt and honestly, I hadn't heard this song in a long time. And when I played it, man, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. It gave me goosebumps. I, I was like, wow, this was like the song to to really think about Dusty Hill and to think about the mastery that ZZ Top brought to the recording studio. Uh, Billy made that guitar just cry. He made it cry. He made it bleed. He made it pour. I mean, just I it, it is one of my favorite ZZ Top songs as well. I hadn't heard it in a long time, so it was good to remember. It was good to do this show to remember how good they were in every facet of their of their mute of their artistry and sonically. They're just so amazing. Joseph. 
We're, I got I mean, I got to agree 100% uh, and in Bob's description of it as well. Again, man, I can't talk any, and I'm not going to talk any smack about any of these songs because they're just so fucking good. Where I preferred and my pick was based in the more of the groove fucking blues because I like to fucking have like a little, sorry, I was using a lot of F words there. I like to, you know, have like a nice little swing uh, every now and then while I'm enjoying myself. Yes. This is a song that you're going to listen to when you're, you know, you're dealing some shit where you, yeah. when you, when you, when you got the, the heartbreak going on, we need to just sit and have Bob described it perfectly. You sit down. If you're lucky enough to go to a cool place where blues is played, you know, or, or live or just a, a real chill lounge type environment and sit in a, a dimly lit room, you know, and, um, and hear some music and have you know some fucking whiskey or 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 whatever it be hey even a beer uh this is that song you're gonna want to hear and and we're not trying to advocate any kind of you know crazy alcoholism but you know anyway (laughs) i mean this is what you got to do when you hear that song i mean it's just so fucking cool You, you sit outside turn that on and just and just listen and just think and yes to the mastery of 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 the musicians to you know the the there's not too much you don't the drums aren't too crazy uh but you hear the guitar and you hear the you hear and another one that uh, you just you hear dusty just laying down some you know just some great you know stuff the guy was awesome if i know people will probably dusty gets his his due and and, and it's true um he was the sub. He, he's Hank Hill's cousin, and I loved that. <laughs> you know, so he got his recognition. You know, we 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 all talk about, and everybody's going to talk about how great you know Billy Gibbons is as a guitar player, and he is. But there's these great songs like my pick and and like Bob's pick, and I'm not going to you know yours was a different era a little bit more, Randy. So you didn't you hear it, but you know you hear the other instruments, but you hear Dusty come out on these songs, and especially this one, Bob's pick, really awesome, really really different from from my selection but also very important and very influential and very very memorable what's crazy is i know uh we hearing of dusty hill's passing it, it sucks when you hear one of your your favorite bands or your favorite celebrity or somebody who, who passes away and when uh when he passed away and i heard that he passed away i'm like man that's just that's really heartbreaking that really sucks i know he was only what 71 72 and uh but the first song i wanted to hear after he passed away was Blue Jean Blues. You know, it, it, it like I said, it wasn't their biggest hit. It wasn't their, like, their biggest single or anything like that. It wasn't the song that put them on the map. But when I think of the loss of Dusty Hill, and I, if I think of, like, that band and maybe what they're going through, fucking Blue Jean Blues is, is what I'd want to hear and on repeat, you know, for the rest of the night. Such a great song. Great selection just to honor Dusty Hill. And I want to thank both of you because – um you know, we had a difference that we we're going to talk about uh, funniest television character. I, I texted you guys in the middle of the week and say, hey, what do you guys think about talking about ZZ Top? Both of you were supportive of it. I hear so many great podcasts. Uh, you know, I remember when Bill Simmons uh, did a podcast about Kobe Bryant after his death. And I remember thinking, wow, what a way to honor uh, a legend. And we wanted to do that, too, in this podcast and just honor what Dusty Hill not just meant for us, but meant for our families. I mean, you know, uh, seeing them in concert, our, our older cousins our uncles our fathers you know having all these stories about zz top the way they 
represented our state of, of Texas and, and what they did out there. And, and you'll hear a lot of uh, people talking about it, most notably uh, uh, Dan Auerbach from the Black Keys. I, and I love the Black Keys. And I think they're very influenced by ZZ Top. He said he said a lot of kind words about Dusty Hill and about ZZ, ZZ Top's legacy. Um, before we leave, I have a couple of questions I want to ask you guys. Where do you play ZZ Top in the pantheon of rock history? I know that's a tough one. Where do we place them as as far as like of, of all time, like the greatest yeah. bands, if that's yeah. what you're asking? If you're talking about all time greatest bands, you know, it's 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 a really tough subject. It's a really I mean, uh, you got the Beatles, obviously, you got the Led Zeppelins, you got the Stones in, in the pantheon of it, man. Uh, as far as me personally, I've always been huge on rock and roll and blues influenced especially they would have to be in my my top five top ten let's let's just call it top ten there uh, billy gibbons as i said at the beginning of the show he is one of the best frontmen and one of the best guitarists of all time and that's really that's that's really saying a lot because some of the best guitarists of all time weren't necessarily the the frontman for the band they weren't the, they weren't the lead singers so and for him to do that in a three-piece band is just is just mind-boggling and, and so crazy with the type of sound and the type of music and hits after hits after hit that they produced, they definitely have to be in the top 10 for me overall. It, music in, in general, not necessarily rock and roll. They're one of my favorite bands of all time. You know, I'd have to, I'd have to agree if we, if we were going to do, and, and, you know, as far as like the, the world and maybe the, the, the nation, they might not come out in the top 10 list, but for us, they will and they always will. Like you've mentioned, the, the stories um, from our, uncles and, and cousins and it's like we mentioned the great thing about them was that they were from texas so they they did they did they love to play in texas you bet your ass they did and because they played so many shows in texas a lot of our relatives were able to go see them and that's what's I, great Go i ahead, actually uncle. i actually got to see them oh man, actually, actually yeah they came down them. that's right uh, they came down here i want to say in 2008 uh, or 2010, they came down and I actually got to see them live and in concert. And holy shit, they played the, they fucking blew the doors off that yeah. place, man. One of the best concerts I've ever been to. And I've been to a shitload of concerts. It was probably top three, top four concerts I've ever been to in my life. So I'd have to agree with Bob as far as top 10, you know, with us, because I mean, we're going to have a lot of bands, but we'll always keep them in the top 10, at least on our our, our list. It's funny you mentioned, Bob, I, I just want to throw this out there real quick, how awesome Billy Gibbons is. And, and yes, I agree. Uh, one of my favorite songs of the 80s, uh, and I was, you know, I, obviously I heard it when I was when older and, you know, maybe in the 90s, but from the 80s is uh, Money for Nothing from Dire Straits. Uh, the lead singer, uh, Mark Knopfler. Uh, the lead singer and guitar player, he modeled uh, his his guitar sound on that particular song, Money for Nothing. If you've ever heard mm, Money for yes. Nothing, go check yeah. it out and listen to it. Sound like a ZZ he Top modeled, yeah, yeah, he modeled his guitar sound based on on ZZ Top uh, and and Billy Gibbons' uh, trademark guitar tones. The, he got all he saw all of this, uh, you know, because at the eighties, you know, ZZ Top was you know doing their or getting their their play on MTV and Gibbons actually once uh, said in, in 1985 that, that uh, Knopfler had, had solicited him uh, help in, in replicating the tone. And uh, he, he said it to a magazine that uh, he didn't do half a bad, he didn't, he didn't do a half bad job either considering I didn't tell him shit, you know? So, <laughs> so, so uh, and that's, what's really, uh, that just speaks to it. Like this is, 80s bands as far as 80s rock uh, dire straits you know they're up there uh for me I, I like a lot of their songs but to hear this song and one of my favorite songs and from from this band and, and from that time to know that uh 
he wanted to model that guitar sound and that riff based on you know Billy Gibbons playing. It's it speaks volumes to him, like like what how Bob you know praises him and things like that, and how he should be probably he definitely probably is very underrated, and and that's you know kind of sad, but at least to us we know he's not, and we appreciate him, and and hopefully you know and the band themselves in general, and hopefully Dusty uh, knew how much we loved him here in you know in the state of Texas and. And whatnot. Before I ask the last question, another interesting bit of trivia. Days and Confused was supposed to be a movie about a guy picking up random people in the car. Um, just they're going to parties or whatnot. And it was just going to be a ZZ Top soundtrack in the background while these guys have conversations. Uh, Richard Linkletter had, had mentioned that before. And I, I want to say it was going to be uh, tre- I was going to say Tres. Tres Hombres or Tres Hombres, whatever, however you say the album. Uh, and they were going to just do that. But Richard Linkletter had a, had a change of heart i would have liked to have seen that with with a, just a soundtrack playing in the background with conversation but you know it went a That's little different cool. yeah it's cool it, it, it's cool how how we like we said uh, i mentioned earlier if you don't know the show king of the hill uh cartoon uh, about a family from texas and main character being uh hank hill his his cousin ended up, you know, being Dusty Hill. So that was a fun little thing. And then seeing them in, in Back to the Future. Uh, yes, I forgot to three, mention that. Yes, know, that, yes. Was so, that was so cool. And <laughs> and I, what what song were they playing? I don't remember. Double Back in Time. Double, yeah, yeah. yeah. In the in the scene, they're, they're yeah, so cool. <laughs> like we, I remember we when, forgot how big they were. That they were. Yeah, this was one they, of the biggest trilogies, and they were they were playing in the last song. I mean, the last trilogy. I'm sorry, yep. the last movie. Yeah, the last movie. It's so it's it's. It's cool, man. They, I think uh, it, it's going to come down to, to, I mean, they're in the Hall of Fame, so the recognition is there, but but it's so, like, you want to look at it like, yeah, they, the, for me, they're recognizing, and we see them in, in, in things like that, like, you know, Back to the Future 3, and then you hear everybody that says that they were influenced uh, by them. But at the same time, you, you feel like they're not and they're, that they weren't. So I'm, I'm kind of back and forth on that as far as, like, are, you know, are they underrated? Yes, I think they are, and sometimes I don't think they are. So, I mean... I don't know. It's kind of crazy. You jumped on my last question, Joseph. I was going to ask. Oh, sorry. All right. No, no. And and we could expand on this. Uh, Final question. Are they the most or one of the most underrated bands in rock history? Oh, for sure. Yes and no. Yeah. I I would, I would say, I mean, and, and don't get me wrong and I'm going to say this and I'm probably get a lot of shit for it, but Jimi Hendrix is probably the greatest guitar player of all time and his music and his style of music is just like, they're like, he is a rock God. But, you know, uh, unfortunately, he passed away at the age of 27. So we missed out on so much more music, you know, Kurt Cobain, same thing. And we we lost a lot of artists uh, at a young age. ZZ Top had monster hits in the 70s and that blues and that rock and that heavy influence in the 70s and the 80s kind of switched up their sound but still had major hits in the 80s and that that even prolonged it i mean saw some light in the 90s and then they even came out with an album in the like 2008 or something like that again they've had a really long career of, of, of huge hits and their look and being on these these shows right and doing cameos i think they're extremely underrated i think they had a huge impact on rock and roll music over the long haul over their period over their career and and to say like oh you know you know uh, nirvana was better you know kurt cobain was better but he and he had a very small mm-hmm. you know uh, uh window of music these guys have had decades of music and not just like mediocre shit they've had some great music and great hits and some great singles so i, I think that they're underrated and hopefully hopefully maybe the rest of the world's like fuck no they're not underrated they're a badass band they're a top 10 band they're great rock and roll big influencers 
then I, I hope everybody sees it that way. But I, I really do think they're underrated because uh, and, and underappreciated. They're they're one of the best living blues rock bands that, that in, of our lifetime. I 100 percent agree with that, Joseph. I, like I mentioned, I, I sometimes I feel they are, and sometimes I I feel like a nut. <laughs> sometimes <laughs> I feel they are underrated, and sometimes I don't because we'll see uh, really cool things, and and we'll see, like I mentioned, that really cool you know video of of, of Billy Gibbons and, and Les Paul, and there's a lot of cool um, videos of of Billy Gibbons just showing up and playing with a bunch of awesome musicians on youtube but there was another one in particular and i can't fucking remember what it is and i'm sorry i'm gonna have to go and look for it and so we see that and we think like oh yeah this is cool um they're clearly recognized and they're clearly given the credit that they're due and then you look at other situations and you know like oh, man you know they, they didn't mention them or they or they're not you know they're in the rock and roll of hall of fame and, and then that's great it wasn't until 2004 so maybe that was a well, they've been doing music for still to this to this day for a long time. So I, I don't know. I'm not 100 percent sure on the criteria for Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction, but uh, probably should have been in there a lot sooner than in 2004. Uh, and so then there's those moments like that where I think like, yeah, they were, you know, they are underrated. Um, so, yeah, that that that's my 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 thinking on it. I, I, what's cool is, like I said, we know that we know their influence on, on a lot of the musicians that we listen to, and me in particular. Uh, one of my favorite bands, uh, Lamb of God, a heavy metal band. They're described as a groove metal band as well. And, and they got two guitar players and one of them, uh, Mark Morton, he's a he's a blues metal guitarist. He's heavily influenced uh, by by blues throughout his life so he throws those those blues uh riffs and licks into you know a heavy metal song and uh he's actually uh, talks about you know how billy gibbons and, and zz top and and he like us uh, me and bob you know he he's really influenced by the early 70s uh bluesy zz top and billy gibbons so i think it's cool man like i sometimes like i said they get their recognitions and sometimes they don't and it's just going to come down to who you who you ask that that distinctive look, those two guys with the Rip Van Winkle beards, the the guitars with feathers on them, the spinny guitars, the wave, the choreography, the blues, guitar cars. solos, the 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 cars, the women. I mean, just everything that you want in a band, these guys lived and they lived it to the fullest and they were humble and they were great. Dusty Hill, we're going to miss him. Rest in peace. And um, man, I, I was so happy I got to share this conversation with with both of you and, and share the insights on what we what liked about ZZ Top. And that's our show, everybody. Listeners, we'd like to hear from you. What is your favorite ZZ Top song of all time? What songs did we not mention? Most importantly, let us know what you think about the show. Send us some suggestions on some topics that you'd like to listen about. You may reach us at formidableopponents at gmail.com. And you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram. Just search for Formidable Opponents. Want to also thank uh, Dina from Creative Little Pill. We forgot to shout her out in the beginning for the wonderful artwork that, that she uh, did for us uh, for this episode and join us next week as we argue best Rocky opponent the best opponent from the Rocky Balboa series that's going to be fun for Bob and Joseph this is Randall we'll see you all next week cheers Dusty Hill <laughs>